Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's game two of the homestand for the Sabres tonight at KeyBank Center. That's where we are right now. Calgary is in town. Puck drops just after 7 this evening. Buffalo looking to make it two in a row on the homestand. With Marty, I'm Brian. We'll have Darren Dreger at the bottom of the hour. We'll have a full rundown of an incredibly wild Amherst win in Laval last night featuring a hat trick from Yuri Kulik. And Peyton Krebs is going to join us pretty soon, and I think you'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. Marty, big news. Matthias Samuelson ruled his day-to-day after leaving the Tampa game early is in tonight. Yeah, and I was watching him at the morning skate this uh, morning. Um, that's redundant, but that's okay. That's uh, how it goes. And uh, I should call it morning practice this morning. Um, same, same same thing. Why? Was it more of a practice? It, it, it had the feel of a practice. Well, there were a lot of guys that uh, were not on the ice yesterday, at, you know, maintenance after their first win. It had so. a feel like it had a goalie practice before with Eric Comrie and Uko Pekalukunen. Then Levi got on the ice, and then he did his own goalie warm-up with Owen Power. His and own then- goalie warm-up. Owns, owns. Uh, and um, it was for a while. Then they got into a lot of shooting, a lot of half-zone plays. Mm-hmm. It felt more like a practice than a morning skate. But yeah. I was watching Matthias Samuelson closely. He had a big smile on his face. He kept pushing guys in the lines, you know, when he gets the corner. Um, he kept uh, – uh, he shot the puck really well. He, he beat UPL in the shot. That I was like, whoa, I have not seen Matthias shoot the puck like that in a long time. So I think there was definitely – a little excitement to have him on the ice because he did not play for the majority of the third period against the Tampa Bay Lightning. He mm-hmm. played a shift early in the third and then retreated to the locker room and didn't come back. So it was uh, all smiles with Matthias Samuelson. And look, they, they need him, I feel, to be 100% so that they can get into a rhythm. They got to win. Yeah. And if you get a win and then all of a sudden you like deal with an injury and then you lose a guy like Matthias Samuelson. And not that the players would think that, but I think most fans and us in the media would think, well, what happened last year when Matt Matias was in the lineup? And, and I hope it doesn't repeat itself. And it just becomes a whole ball that rolls down a hill and you can never catch up to it. Well, with Samuelson specifically, and I think we'll dive into this tonight more on our pregame coverage on MSG starting at 630. Uh, it's a penalty kill that aside from allowing one to Kreider on opening night and not looking, you know, where they would want to be uh i mean they've gone 10 for 10 since after the Kreider goal and that is a huge step in the right direction and it's largely based around samuelson 
Johnson, Greenway, and Thompson. So yes. you would love that four to continue their continuity. Plus, they're up against a top ten power play right now in Calgary in this young season. The Flames come in at one, one, and one. The Sabers are one and two. So that's a significant area from Buffalo's standpoint to have Samuelson there. By the way, Rasmus Dahlin, you know, less uh, quote unquote needed. Right now, on the penalty kill, I mean, that's by design. That's why you brought in Clifton, why you brought in Johnson, why you want to have more responsibility for Samuelson in this regard. Yet, as we suspected, it hasn't changed the minutes for Darlene. No. He's still over 25. He's still in the top 10 in the league right now in the young season, and that is a place where he will stay all year long. What is important to note, though, is a little bit of an offensive breakthrough last game. They get three goals for the first time, and now they've got to try to keep escalating that offensive mountain. Um, They'll do so with Devin Levi as the last line of defense Mm -hmm. behind them tonight. He's coming off his first win, and he's getting his fourth consecutive start. Yeah, and Don Granado mentioned on Tuesday trying to get Levi into a rhythm. And, you know, the first two games, I'm not saying it didn't go as where Levi and the team would want it to go. You want to win, and you want to play well. But I think that it's tr- trying to gradually build to where you have consistency. And right now, I would say Levi has been consistent. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been like one game super and one game terrible and then and nothing in the middle. He's been consistent, and he's building on every game that he's played. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning, it wasn't overly busy for most of the game. Then the third period, it got a little bit busier. But he makes two saves on 25 shots. If you keep doing that throughout the whole year, you're going to be totally fine. Now, 25 shots. You're winning two out of every three games, if that's the case. At the very least. With this offense. At the very least, you're winning two out of every three games. But, you know, you said something yesterday about Levi that just, I don't want to say it counters what you just said, but let me remind you what you said. No, remind me because I forgot. Well, because you felt he was more straight on in control and i think where i was watching the game from the other night his effectiveness came in not allowing that shot total to get high based on rebounds right so it may appear as a low volume game for total shots but it could have been worse if he wasn't absorbing as well as he was. I see that you listen to the things that oh, I talk about over I the do. last few years, have and that is so that? important. But oh. you're, you're absolutely 100% right. I think the, the consistency in his play against the Tampa Bay Lightning allowed him to keep the shot total down, allowed him to keep his, his defense in front of him rested and maybe more on the, on the plan, right, mm-hmm. on knowing what to do, and that does help. Um, when you look at the Calgary Flames in this game tonight, the Flames have a – top line that has been really good mm-hmm. i mean manjapane lindholm and huberto have had a great start yeah then you go to Kadri's line and it hasn't worked that way yeah so obviously there is going to be an added uh emphasis on Dalene and samuelson who should counter the lindholm line and have that match up uh but you got to take advantage of the rest of the lineup and that to me is one of the biggest um, matchups when you look at the Flames and the, the Sabres tonight is can Thompson take over the game? Can his line take over the game? Yeah. If not, can Cousins or Middlestat take over 
what has been probably a matchup advantage for the Sabres when you look at line two, three, and four and the way they, uh, they're going to go head-to-head with one another. And Dan Vladar is going to get his first starting goal for the Flames this season. Markstrom had played the previous three. Vladar is in a really interesting spot here. Um, there was definite discussion during camp as to which way it would go. Obviously, it was at a time of year where some teams were still looking for goaltenders, so would Vladar have been an attractive piece for Calgary to dangle? based on the fact they've got reigning MVP of the American Hockey League, Dustin Wolf, who's off to another great start. Like this kid, in round numbers, folks, he's basically played 100 AHL games. He's won more than 70 of them and got points in more than 85 of them. Like, it's absurd. And not to mention his goals against the save percentage just gotten better and better and better where it was so minuscule i mean they had to give them the mvp last year so they well, have the wranglers a, have been a good team but they've been a good team in because, two different cities previously well yeah uh, stockton and <laughs> stockton uh, before right? Calgary. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they've been, they've been a good team but i think it always starts with the foundation of, of who you had in that so Dustin i'm asking the guy i'm asking you what it's like for for vladar here because it's impossible to not feel that third wheel pressure it's also very obvious based on contract and age that markstrom is always going to be the guy as much as they pushed vladar through his good play last year into more starts than many would have expected the last two months of the season were a lot more he average take, for he vladar ownership he went it. he went three yeah. three and two in his final eight his save percentage was around 850 so to me when i look at that and and recognizing where wolf is like, to me, that puts a lot of pressure on a guy, does it not? I will say this. It has been putting a lot of pressure on not only Dan Vladar, but on Jacob Markstrom. Yeah. And Markstrom hasn't had the greatest of start to start the season right no, now. but he's like, got points in two of the three He's for got them. points in two of the three, but one of the points, they had a 2 nothing lead to Washington. They let yeah. it slip. They lose uh, in the uh, shootout. Um, Kuznetsov, super slow motion coming in, beat uh, Markstrom in that game. Uh, and then they lost to Pittsburgh. So those are, you know... They come out east for a trip, and Markstrom lost the first two games of the mm. trip, really. Uh, I know they got a point. But I think it puts a lot of pressure on Markstrom and Vladar. Funny enough, Duffer, as I walked into the building this morning, me and Rob Ray, we came from the uh, media room to grab our game notes, and then we're walking down the hallway where the locker rooms are, mm-hmm. and this gentleman stopped us. I was like, hey, guys, how you doing? Looking good. Oh, Marty, loved the hair. And he's like, he's just like a big smile on his face. And I'm like, oh, it's great to see you. And then talking to this guy, we walk away. Razor goes, who is that? I'm like, that's Jacob Markstrom. And I'm like, first of all. Come that was, on. That was so funny. Oh, my gosh. That is because, ridiculous. Because Razor said, who is that? Like, not knowing, like, I don't know that guy. He seems to know me. I'm like, well, you did. he was in Rochester yeah. with the Florida yes, organization. Yes, so I'm yes, like, maybe yes. he used to watch the games, the Sabres games, and, and kind of feels like he knows you, Razor. I don't know. Hall of Famer up on the wall. Maybe Probably he noticed that. Probably he so. noticed that, too. But the second part of it that was kind of funny for he me. Wasn't in, you weren't in the hall. when I wasn't. Yeah, but maybe but, he still has his ties to the Amherst yeah. and recognize a Hall of Famer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but more funny is the fact that I've been really critical of Jacob Markstrom I know. on Canadian TV and on radio oh for the last few years. And this guy couldn't have been the nicest. Yeah. Big smile, talk to me. Like, Marty loved the hair. I'm like, 
This was uncomfortable. If I was to do a top five of guys least likely to give you a compliment, Jacob he, he, he's on the list, like 100%. Well, good for him. I mean, that's... I'm uh, like, you know. So now I'm a fan. I'm a fan of him Well, good, because you don't have to talk about him tonight, presumably. I, I I'm not so. sure that I'm a fan of him as a goalie, but I'm a right. fan of him as a person, which is more important. It is more important. It's way more important, and I think you're going to learn that uh, even more with Peyton Krebs coming up. But we want to remind you that, uh, and this guy embraces the color scheme uh, like to the nth degree whether it's oh. blue and gold or black and red and we are going back to black and red on saturday first of 15 games for the third jersey this year and the first 10,000 fans will receive a let's go buffalo rally towel so you can get your tickets now at sabers.com slash tickets and with calgary in town that means peyton krebs up against uh, a hometown foe how are you sir Fantastic. You guys doing well? Well, good. We're, We're looking at you. I don't know if I say fantastic. No, I, We're looking at you. And I like that. Come on. you got to hop your game there. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, we're looking at you differently now. You're on the wing. and uh, had a, <laughs> But you had a lot more face-offs and a lot more success yeah. on the dot as the winger the other night on the yeah. Cousins line. Now, what was that like? Yeah, um, just trying to do my part, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, it's fun to get out there with Cuzzy and, and Paterka and, and zip the puck around and, um, you know, playing wing. Uh, a little a little different, obviously, but just, uh, you know, with Cuzzy uh, and I, we can kind of tag team the, the center and, and the wing. And then, uh, yeah, on the draws, I think uh, I was working on a lot. Uh, first game, I didn't have much success, but uh, uh, I knew he was going to come. And then, uh, yeah, I was snapping it back. It felt good. Usually, if there's a lefty and a righty that can take face-offs, the face-offs on the left side are the lefties and yeah. the right side are the righties because it's their strong side. They can go snap it back with the back end. Yeah. But I look at the face-offs from Tuesday night. You took all the draws in the defensive zone. It, is there, was there a talk before that, okay, I'm going to be the low guy. I'm going to take the draws in the defensive zone. Is that the, the setup you guys have with uh, you and Cousins? No, I think because uh, he's strong on the draw too, yeah. um, on his back end. So anytime he can take it there, um, I think just different situa- situations where I needed to take the draw and uh, he wanted to do different things, obviously, and w- w- different plays that we're doing. So, um, yeah, I think, and to be honest, most of the draws that I did take were on my back end. D yeah. zone just trying to... Um, snap it back and get the breakout. See, the NHL has the breakdown of defensive zone, neutral zone, offensive zone, but they don't have a breakdown of the left circles or right. the right circles. So right. I think that's more important, to be 100%. honest with you, like when I look at centers to sure. see if they win more on their strong side than their weak yeah, side. Exactly. Um, do you guys feel like you can cheat a little bit more on the draws when yeah, you have the yeah. other centermen there? Well, that, that was when I was with uh, Oki and Zemgis. Like, they're yeah. both really strong on draws, too, so... Um, yeah, I wasn't afraid to uh, get kicked out the outside. <laughs> See? The, line, the lineys don't like that, though, because uh, you make well, them like, have to do with something. Well, I mean, they're, they're good on draws, too, so they, yeah. they enjoy it, which is good. Any, t- any way to get the puck back there. This is affirmation of an old Michael Pekka story. Remember when he told us when you were in Rochester and maybe weren't having a ton of success on the oh, draws? Yeah. And Michael said... I think he's getting kicked out intentionally on a few of them right now because <laughs> of where his he percentage is at. Yeah. Yeah, you Pass the buck again. over to somebody else. 100%. No, but in all seriousness, like we, it, it, I don't know. We, there's a like everything in life. There's a, there's a divide. There there are people that are fixated on face-off percentages and right. team-wide percentages. And it's like I don't want to say they make it the be-all and end-all. Marty and I tend to be on the other side. We're like, eh, it's more what you do after the face-off. Right. But as a group. I'm just curious, like, how you guys look at that and whether you, you know, are aware of your overall percentage right. or whether you're looking at it like, you know what, we're still doing a lot, a lot of the right things here. Yeah, I think um, 
like you said, it, it, what you do after is a big thing. I mean, you could lose the draw and then because um, he jumps it and gets the puck anyway. So, right. like, there, there, there's those things of it. I, mean, I guess that would count as a win. But um, you definitely want to win those draws because, you know, you have the puck, it's better. Um, like Donnie always says, we want to we wanna hold pucks and make, make plays. And in order to do that, especially in the O-zone, I mean, teams are so good at breaking up pucks, you, you, want, that, you want that puck right away. So, um, yeah, I mean, we look at it a lot. Smurf is kind of the guy that you go to with face-offs uh, before and after games. Um, and I think it's really important. Um, you look at, you know, I'm sure you can look at all the Stanley Cup final games um, and playoffs, um, you know, who generally is going to win is the higher face-off percentage team. It, it, it's kind of funny how it works that way. Um, let me ask you about playing the wing. Um, do you like having the puck come where you can turn and get your forehand on it, or yeah. do you like being on the left side and having your back end on it? Is there a difference? Are you more comfortable with being a, along the right boards or the left boards? How does that work, and how do you work on that? Yeah, I think for me, I actually like picking up rims on my back end more, so that okay. forehand side is, is better for me in that way. Um, Honestly, it doesn't really matter. I feel like either way, you know, you're going to have a guy on your back and you're going to have to make a play. So whether that's on your backhand or forehand, I, I feel like I can make plays on both on both hands pretty well now. So Do you have uh, to keep a quick look at the D, see if they pinch? Yeah, like for a, sure. I think, you know, did Tampa pinch a lot and then you play Calgary? Is, are, right. are you, like, aware or the, the coaches that you know, hey, strong side, the D's coming? Like, right. be aware of that. Yeah, I think that, that push-out's big, right, where you can you can feel the D on your back and you can push off them. Um, and, and you instead of going low and then having the D just come right on you and yeah. smack you. So uh, just little things like that that you can add that will give you more space. You ever linked because of your junior career and draft status with uh, fellow Sabres, Matt Savoy mm -hmm. and Peyton Krebs, or pardon uh, me, Zach, uh, Zach Benson. Benson. Yeah. And uh, I'm curious where you're, like, where you see them at right now. Obviously, tough start for, for Matt because of the injury, right. but amazing start for Zach because of yeah. everything he's done and just uh, how often you guys, uh, you know, kind of chat hang out just uh, what that whole dynamic is like yeah i know um i had them out for dinner um it, during uh camp and whatnot just to you know make sure they're getting out of the hotel and having a nice meal my my gal uh cooks a nice dinner up so uh, nice. got them uh well fed for sure but uh no it i mean they got here for a reason you know they do their own thing and i just try to support that in any way i can obviously zach uh, we had the same billets in winnipeg too so we have that uh, connection which is pretty special so um you know ever since he was 15 i you know i, I he's been a stud and yeah. he, he came here and i mean when he was 15 i played with him he wasn't only supposed to play five ten games and he came in and played all 24 i think we played in that yeah. bubble so um and then matt i I played with him a few times. Uh, then he went to the USHL yep. when he was 15 too. So I got to see both of them at 15, and um, how they developed as people and uh, as players is, is special to watch and exciting. I want to go back to another WHL uh, grad and your your line mate Dylan Cousins, who yeah. got the gold the other day. Um, he can snap the puck like he has oh, yeah. that wrist shot that is like. Off the stick, and in a moment, it's off the post and in. Yeah. Um, how do you, as a as a line mate now, playing with him as opposed to playing with like Cal and Zemgus, yeah. adjust your game and say, hey, you know what? Like, how about I, I I'm more of a, a playmaker. I'll look for you more right. often. Maybe I'll be in different situations. How do you adjust your game because Dylan has such that ability to just snap the puck? Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because the first thing I said to him when I'm 
I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be a dog for your brother tonight. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get that puck to you. So is it a dog D O G or dog D A W G? A dog D O G. So um, yeah, no, I, I love getting him the puck. Uh, anytime he ha- he has it in in the ozone, he can make plays. And um, you know, I think I can add that uh, energy and that that uh, kind of that grit to allow him to get some space in, in the ozone. Same with JJ, and um, that's what I want to do is I want to get on the forecheck. I want to get the puck and uh, snap it their way, and they can put her in the net. I say when Dylan scores, he has his own goal song. But if yeah. you assist, and then when they announce assisted by number 19, Peyton Krabs, then you get, ooh, let the dogs out. Ooh, ooh. And it comes that like, because that, that, that would, would be really good. good. That would have a, an assist song, not yeah. just a goal song, an assist song yeah. would be great. I think he'd be down for that. Okay, good. If you're adding so many more layers for game press to <laughs> oh, think about in the moment, that's hey, going to be tough. Gonna be tough. They're one of the best, so yeah, it works. Exactly. Uh, last one for me, um, just like we're talking Cousins and his improvement in shot right. in recent years. Where What? did you take from this summer like what was kind of your yeah. big development area for this year um i think it's kind of everything i wanted i feel like last year's um i, I would say um i was kind of i, I was a boy you know I, I would get hit off pucks a lot and this year i really focused on just getting a, a lot stronger and a lot faster uh, I, wor- I went to my my trainer ben prentice in connecticut actually i use him um and i fly back and forth to to see him and um that was kind of my main focus and obviously i just wanted to get confidence on my edges mm-hmm. uh, i worked on my skating a lot actually um with my with my skills guy and my, my skating coaches so um i think i think i had my shot obviously I, I work on that every day i'm on the sport court ripping pucks a thousand pucks a day whatever it is um with my brothers and mm-hmm. um i wouldn't say there's one thing i just pinpointed but i wanted to get just confident in all those where yeah. when I get the puck, I'm not, I'm not like thinking, oh, I got to, oh, my edges, uh, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I'm just reading and I'm reacting. And I think, uh, you know, uh, and, and another thing is just working on my, my mental performance. Um, uh, I worked a lot with my mental performance coach, uh, Matthew Cal- Calderoni. And, uh, you know, it, I just wanted to come in the season with no, with no doubts and, uh, you know, just let, let my instincts take over. Is the guy in Connecticut the same uh, Marty St. Louis guy that yeah. he used to work out with? Yeah. I know that uh, when he came back to the Rangers, he brought a ton of guys yeah. back to, because obviously he was in Tampa so long, yeah. and then he came back to New York, and everybody started flooding yeah. that gym sure. and working, because Marty was such a, oh, he's a uh, beast. guy that was a yeah. beast, right? But yeah. uh, an unknown, and maybe people pushed him aside and then he just 100%. you know yeah. was was great so oh well yeah. that's cool that's yeah. awesome yeah thank you for the thoughtful answers good yeah. luck tonight appreciate it thanks guys thanks thank you peyton krebs always learning and we encourage you to check out learn to play hockey instruction for kids four to nine years old you can receive head-to-toe equipment and six weeks of on-ice instruction from certified coaches join today at sabers.com slash learn to play um really insightful answers from Peyton Krebs. Um, all I could think of was kids, actually, when he was talking. Like, you're here in the NHL, mm-hmm. but there's so much you can do all the time to get better. And I think, especially when you have, like, the first-round pedigree of Krebs and the trade significance of arriving here and the expectations that come with it, um, that was that was really insightful to, to know everything that goes into his offseason and approach. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know how... Uh as we evolve, things always change, yeah. but often things stay the same. Danny Gare talks about shooting his 500 pucks a day and, yeah. you know, doing all this, this getting stronger because he knew that if he had to play in the NHL that 
he was needed to to be strong on in the corner, strong on the puck, strong in front of the net, and that's what Peyton Krebs is talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sidney Crosby shooting at his mom's uh, drying mach- uh, dryer, mm-hmm. right, and or the washing machine. No, it was the dryer. It was the dryer, yeah, because it's that side door <laughs> that he shut right in there. Um, but. I mean, the top-loading washer doesn't work. That, it doesn't have the it, same effect. Well, you can tilt it down and lift it up and still have that same aspect. But but shooting pucks, like Peyton Krebs said, he, you know, he's shooting pucks every day on the court with his brothers, and yeah. that's important. I love how I didn't know that, that he flies into Connecticut was to go see his, yeah. his, his trainer, goes through a progression, and they look at him, and they probably set up his plan, and then he goes back home, and then he has probably his own personal trainer at home that follows the plan and helps him through that mm-hmm. a mental coach i mean those are all things that you put around yourself to continue being the best version and, and, and achieve your best potential uh, you know that's but, really important so I, I love that he was right open about all of these things because often like yeah i worked out this summer i got stronger mm-hmm. okay well what did you do mm-hmm. um, you know I, I did my put my plan that's yeah. all it becomes very like not talked about, and he opened up about it, which was great. I, I just think it's the way he said it. I mean, you've lived it because anybody that's in junior hockey that's touted as a first-rounder, you have a spotlight on you. It comes with a certain amount of attention. But I'm trying to envision myself or anybody else at the age of 22 sitting here on a radio and television program saying, eh, I was just a boy. Yeah. Like, those comments usually come much later in life. You know, so at age twenty two, you like, know what I mean? With, yeah. Like so that that was really again. It's and he's just, still not like far from being a boy. Like right. there's still another That's, probably five steps to Peyton Krebs that yeah. that we're gonna get to. But anyway, I, I think I, like every time I talk to Krebsy or Maddie Savoy or Zach Benson and they mention James Patrick, I think they learned a lot from Jeep, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of their their approach to the game off the ice, especially that had that James Patrick approach. I remember calling jeep in the middle of summer what are you doing mm-hmm. i'm running the parachute in the backyard what are you talking about you're you're flying a kite no he was strapping himself to a parachute and he was running sprint to have the wind resistance yes i mean that was 2001 I, we're talking about 20 some years ago and jeep was doing that stuff now i'm thinking of like a mock video of off-season training with 20 guys running kites out at the outer harbor. Well, no, for, and, me, and, and, for me, I'd be outside <laughs> flying a kite thinking I'm doing something that's actually good. Well, for Jeep, it was strapping a parachute uh, to his back. Okay. Peyton Krebs played in Rochester. Yes. The Amherst are 2-0-1. Somehow, some way. Let's dive into last night's highlights in this unforgettable win at Laval. Their first of two there this week. Kisikov, unreal net drive that creates the first goal for Victor Noichev's Emmer career. I love the celebration by Noichev. He goes with the whole Jake McCabe like punch in the air like yes! Finally got a goal and uh, these two have been really good. Kisikov and Noichev through training camp and more. And then two on one Rosé and Kulik and it was you know oh. the start of a big 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 night for Yuri. And it was an amazing first period, Marty. This was phenomenal hockey being played by what I believe, you know, is just an uber-talented Amherst squad. And yet, they somehow found a way after Kulik's second goal on the power play to find trouble. Strauss Mann, the goalie for Laval, was credited with a goal when yes. Cedarqvist, uh unintentionally centered it off the net on a delayed penalty and it went down and scored. But they got that back with their own shorthanded tally as Weisbach and Richards combined for just an amazing uh, turn of events. The problem was the Amherst got outshot 39-15 after they went up 4-1. to And it was only... 
Yuri Kulik, with his first ever AHL hat trick, able to seal this game in overtime and allow them to salvage the two points. This was very, very, very hard to watch over the last 40 minutes because it was shocking based on how good this team is and how good they were in the first period. But you just never know. Well, you just never know. And what the Rochester Americans have done in the first three games is basically a reverse of Laval. They fell behind the first two games and Mm. were able to come back. Then they were up big time in Laval and gave it all back to finally win it in OT. Yuri Kulik's shot is amazing. Mm -hmm. His first goal on the two-on-one, the pass was so far out of his sweet spot, and he still managed to get it. Uh, The goalie Strauss man came across and did not react with a leg on it because he didn't think that Kulik was going to get a good shot off. He tried to catch it with his glove, and it stayed low and was really, really hard, uh, you know, from being in that position. And even in OT, when Kulik got the bouncing puck and finally Mm -hmm. settled it, came in to shoot, really looked like he caught the goalie by surprise, like with the location. And I keep saying that, like, Kulik scores goal that you think, well, that was a bad goal. And then you're like, well, no, but he scores so many of them that there's something that he does with the release, Mm -hmm. with the action, with the puck spin, that it finds a way in the net. And incredibly, on a night that uh, began with them in the lead, 4-1, to Devin Cooley emerged as maybe the second biggest story last night. Again, the Emmerichs give up over 40 shots. They were outshot 44-35. He had a stunning blocker save on what was an open net off to his right side. The stretch, the elevation of the blocker hand, and at that point it kept them in the lead 4-3. Ultimately, we get tied 4-4, but uh, let me tell you, this... uh, I like Devin Cooley. I think he's going to be really good for that group in Rochester. Yeah. Um, I liked how he was, how he he spoke when we talked to him in the locker room, Mm -hmm. his his body language in practice, always has a smile. I think it's very important. Uh, But you look at Kulik now, Leads the league in goals and in points, Mm -hmm. um, which is great. It's only Mm -hmm. a few games in, but not too far down. Isaac Roseanne's got more than a point a game. He's got four points in three games, Mm -hmm. which is also important to notice. Um, Linus Weisbach was flying for a big part of the game yesterday, Mm -hmm. which is great to see. So, yeah, I I think that they are exactly where they need to be right now. Just got to clean up a few things uh, with the system, but... I'm not worried about that coaching staff down there. No, not at all. And uh, they'll have Laval again on Friday before returning home on Wednesday. Sabres are here tonight against Calgary. It's Devin Levi and Dan Vladar. Your goaltending matchup, we have Darren Dreger, our hockey insider from TSN, coming up right after this on Sabres Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.